Hello, and welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Joe Meyer, the podcast. Thank you for being here once again with me in this new year, and uh, looking forward to kicking it off this new year, and and looking forward to seeing what the new year has in store for all of you out there, including myself, right? So thank you for being here with me once again, sticking with me, and uh Hopefully, you know, we'll get some good things to talk about today. And uh, as we discuss what's to come and what's been going on in my life and, and uh, you know, what's out there. So let me get started with this, um, our, our theme of the night. Um, this one is a new one that it's actually a group that you've, I don't know if you've heard them before. And I didn't actually hear about them until I started listening to, to Octane on uh, Sirius XM. So interesting enough, I really like this song. It's called Welcome to the Circus by Five Finger Death Punch. So I think you'll like it too. I, I don't know if I'll play the whole thing, but let me see. Um, but again, just to get us in the mood, right? All right, here we go. Right, so thank you for listening, and I'll play it in the background here. But yeah, welcome everybody to 2023. I feel like saying 2024, but we're not there yet, <laughs> at least not for a while. So um, thank you for being here, and thank you for 
being a part of my circle as we discuss this new year. I'm really looking forward to this new year in the sense of what's to come, you know, and I know in every year there's always essentially good and bad, so to speak, right? There's the good things that happen, the good things that we come across, the positive things, and then there's sometimes there's some negative things, you know, things that really affect our lives in negative ways like health ailments or sicknesses or job issues or, you know, family issues or relationship issues. So there's a lot that goes on um, that, you know, it's hard to be thankful for for everything, but I think we need to be, right? Um, the times today are increasingly getting more difficult, more divisive, um, and we need to know and realize what's really truly important that we should focus our attention on, right? It's difficult because um, we have a lot of things going on in our life. We have work. Many of you have school. Many of you have family obligations. Many of you have financial obligations like most of us, right? So we need to really focus on how to make all those things work together better and how to have a different mindset and perspective in the new year right let's try to get out of that negative mindset that most of us or many of us get stuck in every day right about why is this happening to me why am i why are things like this and i know i'm stuck there too right i'm stuck there too at times and it's challenging it's difficult but we can all recover and do better right in the new year so Think about the things that you want to hopefully do this year, right? Things that you want um, to be positive about, right? Whether it's getting a new career, going back to school, or saving money, right? Um, and how you're going to live a better life in 2023, right? Um, each year, as like you, I grow. My mind's my perspective changes and I hope it changes for the good, but there are dark moments in my life where I think about bad things, you know, negative things, I should say, um, that it's hard to let go of sometimes, right? So, but we must, we must. Um, life is truly shows short in this world that we, we forget that, right? And even in the last few months, right? Um, people have died, right? People have died either by natural causes in the sense of, of um, disease or sickness, right? Others have died by the sense of taking her own their own lives, right? Um, so it's truly a truly a hard time. Um, I'm constantly seeing, like almost every day now, regularly, people who we see, especially in the media, who have passed, right? Who have passed, and 
it's sad. It really is sad when you see that young people have died, right? And I'm, I'm looking at one person here, and her name is Annie Wershing. And uh, I remember her because she was actually on The Rookie. Um, she was a psychopath, and uh, and she was very good in the show. And I won't spoil how things finished for her. Um, but it was, she died today, right? She was only 45 years old. Apparently she died of cancer, right? We'll probably get more information in the future, like what kind of cancer, I don't think. But it's, I'm sure her family is really struggling. She was married. And I think she had two children, 12-year-old and a 4-year-old, right? Um, and she's been in a lot of shows. I don't know if she's been in any movies. I'm kind of looking at her history here. Um, but it's strange. Um, I was looking here and just in their Wikipedia, and I think it changes, but I, I don't know. Things you've heard, it says that she's married to comedian Stephen Fool. And uh, they, she looks like they had three sons, but I thought they had two daughters because I read different things, right? Um, but it's quite sad, right? Really quite sad. And she's been, she's been in film, movies, a couple movies, but mostly in TV, right? Looks like she started off in two thousand two in Star Trek Enterprise, right? Imagine being part of that show and she was in one episode but still right and she was in charmed and uh, cold case and boston legal and Su supernatural and 24 and over time her 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 work progressed right in time and she became well known right um but again uh, and she was in recently, she was going to be in a Star Trek Picard, right? So again, th these are things that's really sad when you see those cases of those individuals who have passed, right? Um, and I can only think like, do we put enough value into our lives appreciation for the things that even life itself or do we focus too much about what we don't have right oh i don't have enough money i don't have a big enough house i don't have enough enough car and and it's difficult because that is unfortunately the society we live in today that if you don't have a big enough house if you don't have enough money if you're not a certain status then you are nothing you are of no value to this world, right? And um, recently I was watching a show called Billions and uh, has Damian Lewis and uh, Paul Giamatti. And I just started watching it and I always wanted to, but it's on Showtime and I don't have Showtime. So I'm watching it on Prime and I think the first four or five seasons are on Prime and I can watch it for free. And so that's what I'm doing now, right? And it's just an incredible show 
Paul Giamatti is always great. Damian Lewis, who was also in Billions, but also in Homeland with Claire Danes. And he was awesome. Good character. Good acting. Um, but it just goes to show you just the amount of wealth in the world and the United States. Billions. People living the life that oftentimes we all want. But I was thinking about that is that who gets that life? Oftentimes society kind of dictates who's going to get a life like that, right? Who's going to become successful? Who's going to become the next billionaire? Because along the way, people help those people, right? People who want to help those billionaires or future billionaires be billionaires, right? With their an idea, with their product. Maybe their product or idea isn't even that great. But somebody out there wants them to be great and wants to push them along and make themselves money and make somebody incredibly wealthy and famous, you know? And you think about that in today's society that, and in the show, which I won't spoil it, obviously, Paul Giamatti is a U.S. district attorney or district U.S. attorney. Um, for I think he's a federal government attorney. Uh, and... Uh, he has the sights on Damian Lewis's character, which he's a billionaire, hedge fund, capital, you know, business owner who, you know, who, you know, runs businesses and makes lots of money and, and tries to stay clean, right? Well, I'll see what's going to happen. I just started watching it, so I won't spoil it for anybody because I don't really know what the show's completely about yet, but it's interesting. Um, but again, just the amount of wealth in that show. And I know Secession is another show that I started watching a while ago. I haven't finished watching it. That show, I don't know. Um, I may have to come back to, right? There's just something about that that really rubs me the wrong way, <laughs> you know? But I'll see. But what is going on in the new year with myself? Well, so far so good other than last week when I was in the ER, right? And um, one of the reasons I was in the ER is because prior to that, prior to Wednesday evening, a few days after that, I was experiencing severe stomach pains. Now, at first, a few days before, the stomach pains would, they would hit me right in the middle of the night, like 4 a.m., and I would go take some Alka-Seltzer and... um, And it would hurt for a while, and then it would go it would go away. But sometimes it would take like an hour before um, it would go away, right? And then I would be okay, right? Um, whereas um, Wednesday night, which could have been a variety of things. Could have been what I ate. Now, I don't eat spicy foods. Um, maybe my meal, I ate a little bit of a larger meal than normal. That could have been it. Uh, it could be related to stress. I am under a great deal of stress right now with work and projects that I'm working on. And, and sometimes it's it's stress that I do to myself um, because I'm concerned about a client or I want to make sure a client is doing okay. Or I want to, or it's because simply because I do care about the project, right? And I put a great deal of pressure on myself to do well, right? When oftentimes people have told me, yeah, Joseph, don't stress out. We're going to get it done. And I get that. 
sometimes I try to follow my own advice when I tell people that, you know, don't just relax. It's going to be okay. You know, and I don't follow my own advice sometimes, right? So these are things that I think about, that I go through, that cause stress. And I remember a few years back where I experienced this kind of stress, but not in this way, where I remember one time I was going through a very stressful time at my job, which was a a job that I'm no longer with. It was a few years ago, back in 2018 or 19. And um, I had these incredible stomach pains, right? And I was at my office. I didn't have any kind of medication. My office had a uh, medical supply cabinet. Um, I looked. They didn't have anything for stomach pains. Um, And I took, I don't know what I took. I took something. But it took a long time for it to go away. And I remember that. And it, I, I believe it's it's my body telling me that I need to relax, that I need to calm down, that um, that I need to do better at taking care of myself. I am getting older. I'm only 43, but my body's changing in a way, right? Um, like all of us, when we get older, our body changes. Um, there are probably things within my stomach that I can't stomach anymore or I'm sh- I can't eat, although there are certain things that I am, need to relax and eating so much of. Not that I eat a ton of it, but I'm pretty consistent with what I eat. Um, but there's there's late, as of late, I've been drinking a little too much coffee. Not that I have like cups and cups. I usually have a morning cup of my cup of joe in the morning. And then later in the afternoon, I usually get like a, a, a cold brew or something like that. And uh, it's been very consistent where it's almost daily and I need to stop. I need to stop because it might be doing damage to my stomach. Um, I don't eat a lot of acidic foods. Um, uh, I, I'm very consistent in my food, but lately I've been eating some more than more outside food than normal. Um because I haven't been able to go to the market, right? And I, um, and there's just things like that that I have to focus on. Um, I also usually am very consistent where I would go to like Costco and I get certain foods that will last me the week. Like I get their rotisserie chicken and that chicken will last me three or four days, right? And I eat that with maybe some salad or rice. So I'm very consistent because that prevents me from having to go buy outside food all the time because that's not what I want to do, right? Um, I hardly cook mostly, but I think I need to start doing a little bit more cooking here. You know, I think it would be beneficial, right? Um, But other than that, um, I need to take better care of myself. Um, I am under pressure from work. Not that anybody specifically is putting me under pressure, but the pressure of me wanting to do well in projects, right? Um, the pressure of family, the pressure of financials, right? All those things are, are affecting me, right? 
And I know most of us live through that, go through that every day. Some of you out there may have greater stress than me, right? More financial responsibilities. More issues with your health, right? And I only say I hope you and all of you out there get some relief, right? I'm a worry wart. I tend to worry a lot about things that may or may not happen. That's part of my problem, right? That's part of the thing that I need to focus on and work towards, right? But anyways, these are things that I that affect me today, right? Um, so I was in the emergency room Wednesday night. I was there for a few hours. I was there. I was in a lot of pain. Stomach was hurting. Had my wife and my daughter there. Um, was there until about 4 a.m. Finally, I got to see a doctor. And they gave me some concoction, some cocktails, some pills. And eventually, you know, within the hour, it slowly went away. Right. Um, the doctors weren't really sure what they what I had. They did run some blood tests, some urine tests. Um, they, they Everything appeared normal. Um, you know, uh, they said I should probably make an appointment with my normal doctor um, and see if I can, maybe I need to see a specialist, a gastrointestinal specialist to, to, to see if there's something that's going on that I don't see. Who knows, right? They're not my doctor. Obviously, they're, they're very vague, so they're not going to tell me, oh, I have this because they, they don't know me, right? Um, so eventually I left and then I went home and slept a little bit. Um, I did have meetings in the morning, which some of them I had to schedule or, or hand off to somebody on else on my team to handle it. Um, but it was hard even doing that, right? Um, but it's hard just to take a day off because I do feel guilty when I do that. Right, I do feel remorse by having somebody else do my work or pawned off my work to somebody, but sometimes that's what needs to happen. Um, I think we all need to learn how to let go of things and let others help us. And I, I, I'm, I'm kind of a um, when it comes to a hypocrite when I say that people should be handing off to his work to help one another when I don't even do it myself. Right? So I'll try to do better than that. And then in March, I also have a procedure slash surgery that's coming up. And that one is really going to be something that I'm not looking forward to, but it's going to need to be done. It's not life-threatening. But it's something that has, there's been something that's been affecting me physically for many years now that I need to take care of or it's going to get worse. It does require me to be put under anesthesia. And the procedure is about, I think, 45 minutes to an hour. And then the recovery time um, should be probably around four to six weeks. I will be able to walk, but it's going to be a time where it's going to be my daughter's Easter break, so I won't have to take her to school at that time, but I want to make sure I'm going to get enough food in the house and so I won't have to travel, right? 
So these are things that I'm thinking about, and it's going to be in mid-March sometime. Um, and they are physically going to cut me for the first time. I've never had any kind of surgery in, the, in my life where they had to do that. And I'm pretty scared, in a sense. Well, I won't say I haven't had any surgeries. <laughs> in a sense, I've had dental surgeries, you know, when I had my wisdom teeth pulled. Um, and I was put under anesthesia where literally I was put under and they put, you know, a needle in my arm. And before you know it, I was out. And I don't even remember. But all I remember is waking up and the doctor's like, yeah, we're done. We finished. You're all finished now. And uh, it was just amazing. I, I, I didn't feel anything. Uh, I had gauze in my mouth, obviously, um, you know, I, and they sutured me up in the mouth and those are sutures that just come out on their own. So I was, I had that and I didn't feel anything. I don't know what's going to happen this time, right? It always makes me nervous when they put you under because you don't know if you're going to wake up sometimes. And I know most of us are like, of course you're going to wake up. Nothing's going to happen, right? Um, we shouldn't even think like that. And I, I agree. We shouldn't really think about that. Um, but it's it's hard not to think about that, right? But we'll see what happens. I will, of course, keep all of you up to date on, the, on those, you know, situations. All right. What do I look forward to? Well, we'll see. <laughs> um, What does a new year look forward to to this year? Well, many of you probably are aware that uh, I want to finish up my first book, publish it or self-publish it, right? Um, really looking forward to doing that. So we'll see how that goes, right? Um, I, I, the book is already real written. I don't know if it's well written, but it's written and I've edited it over a course of years. So it's pretty whittled down to a book, a good normal size book now. Um, now I just need to review it again. And certainly um, continuously working on my other book, which is my current novel, which eventually one day I will publish as well, right? <laughs> so we'll see where that goes. Um, but ultimately, I am going to publish or self -publish, even self-publish both books. I want them out there, right? Certainly, right? And then I hope to become an independent consultant, right? Um, and take part in that and start building on a clientele, right? Again, we'll see where that leads, right? But I'm going to keep you guys up to date, right? On all of that. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, man. So let me do this. Let me play my next song. Because this is another song that I came across. It's it's fairly it's new actually. The first song was Welcome to the Circus by Five Finger Death Punch. This one is actually by Godsmack. It's called Surrender. And I've been a huge fan of Godsmack ever since they came into my life. Um I think they came out in ninety eight sometime and I started listening to them to around them. I think it was in 99 or 2000, early 2000s. And since then, I, I don't know any of their newer music. I know a lot of their, from that from that first two few albums. But the ones from later, I have never listened to them. But this song came on Octane. And there's another one called You and I that I may play in the future. But let me play this one for you guys because I think you'll enjoy it. And again, good song. It's called Surrender. I can listen to this song over and over and over again. I and I usually do when I'm in the gym listening. 
But other than that, it's a great song. <laughs> I won't go into the details of what the song is about, but you guys can figure it out, right? It's a it's a good song um, by Godsmack, right? So, thinking about this new year, what is in store for your new year? What are you looking forward to, all of you out there? Um, what I hope to do this year is, you know, focus a little bit more of my attention on continuously making some more podcasts, more blogs out there, more blogs, and, and just putting it out there and continuously building up my writing, building up my my words, building up my thoughts and giving them to you guys out there, right? Um, some of it may be interesting, some of it may be quite boring, but it's all my words. It's who I am, right? I really want to focus more attention on um, God's word, his scriptures, and uh, hopefully give you a little bit more of that to look forward to. Let me give you today's devotional, which is um, from Strength for Today, David Jeremiah. And it's The Notch and the Arm. And that's the title of it. Look to yourselves that we do not lose those things we worked for, but we may receive a full reward. Second John one eight. Craig Clapper decided to hike the 2,186-mile Appalachian Trail, an adventure daunting to people a third of his age. He made it, and along the way he recorded his lessons. Some of the toughest terrain is on the upper end of the trail. Some hikers lose heart. When Clapper made it through the notorious notch of western Maine, a jumbled mess of rocks and boulders in a notch between two mountains, it was raining and cold. There was still ice and snow in the midsummer. After the notch was the arm, a one-mile steep granite slab that's dangerous when wet. In the past, I could never figure how someone could come this far on the trail and then quit. Now I understand New Hampshire and Maine are tough. Tired through hikers often say they're ready to finish this thing. We never know how close we are to home. In the tough notches and steep slabs, don't quit. Keep your spirit strong and finish well. We've come too far to turn back. And that's very true. Oftentimes we come so far along as a person, as an individual. We come so far of the sacrifices that we've made to get where you need to get. And we can't just turn back. There is a point of no return, obviously that we forget about um, and we should forget about the point of that point because after that we've completed great success in certain ways now we may not equate our we shouldn't equate our success to others like having lots of money or wealth or power I mean it's nice if you want those things but are you going to always get them not always Let's focus on the things that are a little bit more attainable in this world, right? Um, that's what I say anyways, right? Thank you, everyone, for, for always being a part of my world and joining me and listening to me. It's just amazing to, to for you to hear me and what I'm going through. And hopefully it brings all of you some comfort and some of my messages are not positive. Some of them are depressing. Um, but 
but they're realistic to what I'm going through and struggling with, just like all of you who struggle, right? I, w I really wanted to take this time because I don't want too much time to pass before I reach out to all of you and have a talk with you out there because if I do, too much time passes and eventually I just stop. I just stop blogging. I just stop vlogging. I stop podcasts and I really don't want to stop. I actually enjoy talking to all of you out there and uh, for those who choose to listen, right? All right. Well, you know what, you guys? I want to thank you for all being here with me on another Just Talk with Joe Meyer. I know this is a shorter one today, but that's okay. On our next talk, I'm sure I'll be a lot more longer-winded to talk, right? <laughs> so let's end this, and I just want to wish everyone a great week. And thank you for being here with me once again.